EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. In this week's episode of KB Cabaret, we have the band Last Call. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, I'm in shock. I just found out one of my roommates from graduate school is dating a family member behind my back. She did not come out and tell me. I happened to see them holding hands together and intimately smiling at each other in the same restaurant my boyfriend took me to. Needless to say, my dinner and date were ruined when I saw this debacle. Granny Etta, I can't believe a young woman of 22 would go out with my 75-year-old grandfather. No, he's not having an affair, at least. My grandmother passed away over 10 years ago. They were married for 43 years. A few years after my grandmother died, my granddaddy has had a reputation with serial dating. He never stayed with one woman for more than a few months. The longest relationship lasted maybe eight. But now this, this, I have a hard time swallowing. It's simply gross. How can I handle this? Granny Etta, please help. Devastated in California. Dear Devastated, how delightful. Seems your granddaddy is also doubling as a sugar daddy and chose not to tell you. Rightfully so. After all, it is his business, not yours. Your roommate is an adult, and no matter how disgusting the age difference may seem to you, the choice is hers. Your grandfather must have other attributes you uh, may not be aware of. Money may be one... 
patience and experience may be another. However, the more we dwell on the situation, the more ick factor comes in. Date your own man and focus on your courses. Let old birds fly, even when they lay an egg. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh my, thank you, thank you so much. Well, Beulah, tell me, how was it? Oh, Bree, you were so right. This mindfulness class was the best thing I ever did for myself. I have never been so rested and relaxed. I am so happy to hear it. We meditated, shared stories, sat by the fire pit, sang songs, and my cooking classes were a big hit. I told you you'd love it. I did, and I do. I learned that we need to be aware and accept our environment and who we are. We must learn to live each moment. That's right. My life has passed me by, Bree. I have been a mother, a wife, a girlfriend, but Beulah, Beulah has been buried deep inside, deep inside here. Bree, inside here. So what are you saying, Beulah? I am going to travel the world and find myself, Bree, just like that woman in that movie who went to Italy and all sorts of places. She ended up finding herself. You're going away from Parlor City? Temporarily, just for a while. But I am going to send back audio blogs of how my life is going, along with dishes like this. Wait. Is this my favorite comfort food of all time? <laughs> yes, dear. I prepared it for you because I know it's your favorite. But I also made it because it's part of my heritage. I am part English, part Welsh, part Swedish, and a dash of Italian for spice. And this is the best English shepherd's pie you've ever tasted. Oh, yes. Oh, Beulah, you sure know how to push my buttons. I wish the listening audience could see this. It not only smells out of this world, it looks stunning as well. Well, dear... I use a French star pastry tip for the mashed potato cheese topping, and it makes the crust look prettier when baked in the oven. So tell my audience how you make this. I love this because it should be slowly cooked and simmered. The flavors have to mingle, have a party, and get to know each other before they can dance the dance for your taste buds <laughs> to savor. I love it. <laughs> Many people use ground beef or lamb for this recipe. I do not. I love to cube thicker cuts of beef. It does not have to be an expensive cut, but it should be a thicker cut. I used a few pounds of chuck beef for this pie. If you want to use lamb, I'd go for lamb shoulder or leg. Do you marinate or braise? In this case, neither. I'll stew the beef and I'll tell you why. 
Brazen and Stuen really are almost the same. It is the use of terminology that is different. Brazen is basically for large pieces of meat like pot roast. Stuen is for uniformly cut meat. Since this beef has to be cubed into small inch-sized pieces, I stew it. I never knew there was a difference. <laughs> That's right, dear. Now here, taste some of this. I brought a little dry red wine along with me so you can enjoy with this pie. Since the meat in this pie was stewed in wine, it's only fitting to drink the same kind. That's the beauty of my recipe. I can stew the meat in the wine, beer, or scotch and drink the same type of pick-me-up along with it. There should be no guessing or mix-up just complements the flavor of the ingredients. Okay, just a sip, though. I want to taste this dish first. Mm. Oh, Beulah. Wow. This is sensational. I do taste a little wine, but it's smoky. Did you put bacon in here? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, just a little. Oh, oh wonderful. As such a delightful flavor. With this cheesy mashed potato, it tastes heavenly. What type of cheese are you using? I used aged pecorino cheese, but aged Parmesan cheese is interchangeable. Mm. Oh, this wine does go good with it. Beulah, you did yourself again. Well, a little more wine, dear? Mm. No, no thanks. Half a glass is plenty. Oh, well. This is one of my favorite dishes, easy to make, letting the crock pot and stove do most of the work. This can be prepared in advance and frozen. Shepherd pie is great for picnics. You can even eat it cold. Mmm. Oh, this is good. Well, dear, I am off. There's so much to do. I bet. What is first on your list? <laughs> first, finish this glass of wine. Mm. Oh, good. Aside from signing the divorce papers and renting my home out, I need to map out my travel itinerary. I plan to leave at the end of next month. Good for you, Beulah. I envy your courage. Thank you, dear. A lot to do. Don't forget to post this recipe. I'll see you next week. Great. Beulah, thanks. Well, I'm glad Beulah is leaving us on such a high note. As promised, I am posting this amazing shepherd's pie recipe on Beulah's recipe bar. You can find this and all of her other amazing recipes on our new KB Cabaret app. You can find our KB Cabaret app for your Android phone, iPhone, iPad, or Kindle on Google Play, iTunes, and the Amazon app online. Just search for KB Cabaret. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T. Hmm. Just one more bite. Oh, amazing. What's your emergency? Hi. I'm really lost. 
Can you tell me how to get to 128 Elm Street? I'm sorry, but this line is for emergencies only. This is an emergency. I'm stuck in traffic on 95 near exit 23, and I don't know where I am. You're on 95 near exit 23, ma'am. This is not an emergency. It is when you're a new person in town and you don't know how to get from one place to the other. Not my problem, ma'am. This line is for emergency purposes only. Now you have to hang up immediately. Oh, I've been here for two weeks. No friends. Can't find my way around. Not even sure if... Hang up now, or I will call the police. Oh, I should have stayed in Philly. Did you say Philly? Yeah. You've been there? Grew up there. Really? Southside, cross from the park. I was on the corner of Peyton and Carmel Street, just past the, the old candy, candy shop. shop. <laughs> I wish I had a nickel for every nickel that I spent in that place. Yeah. Old man Huskar used to chase us out unless we could show him we had money to spend. No, no rousing! <laughs> I heard old man Husker passed away. No, he's still around. Sold the store and moved into one of those retirement villages. Wonder why he never married. <laughs> Quite the carouser, from what I hear. Why do you think he moved into the retirement village? Single ladies! <laughs> to get together soon. I can show you around the city and tell you all about the best. Stay right there. I'll be right back. 911. Hold, please. Okay, I'm back. First things first, let's get you home. Take exit 23 and turn left at the light. I'm here in studio with members of Last Call, a popular band here in upstate New York, Triple Cities area. On Facebook, it would be called Last Call 607. The band consists of Tim Bodeker, Marlene Bodeker, Rich Dixon, Danny Proctor, Ron Clark, and Mike Cook. In studio with me here today are Tim Bodeker, his wife Marlene, and their guitar and keyboard player, Rich Dixon. Welcome to the studio. I'm certainly enjoying your songs. You know, how long have you been together? Um, well, we started in 1991, a couple of guys who had gotten out of another band called The Revivers. Now, do you have any CDs that you have been recording? Um, we're just working on the second one right now. That was done... 98. Uh, 98. That's how long ago. And it's just recently um, we had... I wanted to get back in the studio. We had been putting it off, and I finally met a guy named Fred Schofield who has a small studio who was excited about recording the stuff, and thanks to Fred, we're now back in the studio recording. The Rain is a very touching song written by Rich Dixon and lyrics by Tim Bodeker. 
Tell us a little something about this. Well, Rain in April was written by Rich. Um, when we write, uh, what we'll do is I'll put down a rhythm, an acoustic rhythm and a vocal, and then I'll just give that recording to Rich. A lot of times he'll just, and he'll put down parts that he wants to do. With the Rain in April, um, Rich, Rich wrote the song. It was complete. He put drum parts on it and guitar parts and everything on top of the piano part and just gave it to me and said, you know, what do you, whatever you want to write about it. When I listened to it, I uh, immediately felt that it was a duet to me. And um, since he let me just write about whatever I want, I just decided to write about uh, two people who want to be together but can't be together because they're both with someone else and just kind of went from there. And I had to write Marlene's vocal part also um, when I decided to make it a duet. That was kind of the biggest challenge for me was having to put down the female part on my top of my range, which would be the bottom of Marlene's range. So uh, other than that, I mean, Rich wrote the song.
love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Honey. Yeah? Come here. Yeah? Look what I just found. Oh, our honeymoon photos. Can you believe? It's been almost 30 years. Only 30? Funny. Joking. Seems like yesterday. I know. Oh, here's Mrs. Star. <laughs> oh, who can forget Mrs. Star? I know, right? Everything was yellow and orange in her place. Down to her hair and curlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated the first few days in Hungary. Remember? Need a ride? Yes, please. Yes. Where to? Three Andrashi Boulevard. Got it. Brother, sister? <laughs> oh, no. We're husband and wife. This is our honeymoon. Got it. I'm so excited. Me too. A three-week honeymoon in Hungary? It's like a dream. I know. These buildings are so beautiful. The architecture must be over a thousand years old. Yeah. Look at the trees lining the street, honey. Isn't it? Oh, my God! Did you see that? Cab driver, stop the car! Why, ma'am? What's the problem? That man! He just collapsed in the middle of the road. No problem. He's up now. He's crawling to the sidewalk, holding one hand to his chest. No problem. He's okay. Shouldn't we call an ambulance? No problem. Oh, my God. Honey, the cab driver does not seem so upset about it. Just drop it. But, honey, that man... Just drop it. He could have had a heart attack. Forget it. We're long gone from there. Fine. Fine. Okay, then. Three Andrashi Boulevard. That will be 2,000 forints. Here you are. Keep the change. Good. Have a nice day. 2,000 forints? Was that a lot? It was under $10. Oh, just sounded like a lot. Well, this is it. Our home away from home for three whole weeks. Renting an apartment for a month? That's a great idea. Bigger rooms and cheaper rents. Yes? Mrs. Starr? Yes? We're the Franks. Howard and Alice Franks? Oh, yes, yes. The Americans are renting my beautiful apartment. That's right. Welcome. Welcome. Come in. Come in. Oh, this is This beautiful. is nice. This is amazing. Everything in it is orange and yellow. My favorite colors. I see that. Well, my husband was a doctor. May he rest in peace. We do have one of the most beautiful places in town. I'll say. How high are the ceilings? About 15 feet. Wow. wow. This is the kitchen. The dining room, my bedroom, and this is your bedroom. Two twin beds. Yes. But we're married. Uh, this is our honeymoon. Yes. Don't worry, honey. We'll figure something out.
Now, there is one little thing I have to tell you. In the contract, I was not going to be here today, but my cousin from Gomba could not pick me up as planned. Her son just came home from Leningrad, and he needed a family car. So I have to stay here with you for two days until I can catch the train Tuesday morning. Oh, that's of course. Fine. Now, don't worry. It won't be a problem. I am as quiet as a mouse. Of course. Sure. See, this isn't so bad. Moving the beds together? That was a great idea. Come here, you. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. Coming through. Mrs. Mrs. Star. Just taking a shortcut from the kitchen. Through our bedroom? Uh, how, how long have you been in here? Don't worry, dear. <laughs> Nothing here that I haven't seen before. <laughs> so you want salami? Uh, just ate. Uh, no, thanks. Well, then, good night. Hmm? Oh, yes, yes. Good night. Well, that was strange. Now, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Star! Oh, don't mind me. I just forgot the mustard. Mrs. Star, why do you have to go through our bedroom to get to the kitchen? You could just go down the hallway. Shortcut. Shortcut, yeah. Honey, she happened to always take that shortcut when we were in bed. And she sure took her time, didn't she? Yeah, and those two days. Turned into a week. Oh, well, we managed to have a more normal honeymoon after she left. It was nice, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, honey? Really? But it's the middle of the afternoon. So, come here, you. What about Mrs. Star? Close the photo album so she can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> and so our saga ends again for now. But join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. Just Got Back from Heaven has a very interesting background. Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit how you came up with this song? I had this dream. Just Got Back from Heaven, is it's about a dream I had that I, I... In the dream, I show up at this bar, and the bar is called Heaven, and there's all these dead, famous people that are hanging out in the bar, and I'm just moving around in the bar, watching things go on, and... Um, after I had the dream, I woke up the next morning and wrote it all down just because it was so interesting. And I was like, I'll never remember this. So I wrote it all down. And I tried to adapt some music to it later on. I was trying to write to it because I really liked it. And I thought, there's got to be something here. But I couldn't get anything written to it that, I, that would work. So I put it in my notebook of lyrics. And... Um, I was, we had went out for wings one night and came back to my house and our old, one of our old roadies, Ed Davis was there and I was working on a song at that time, which I had the music for, but I didn't have any lyrics for, I didn't know what I wanted to sing to it. So I was playing the song and I was getting kind of frustrated and Ed's just sitting there going through my 
notebook full of lyrics. And he picked up what would end up being Just Got Back From Heaven. And he said, wow, this is really cool. What is this? And I told him it was about a dream that I'd had. And he said, you know, why don't you try this? And he literally threw it at me. So I sat down and I, and what I was working on at that time happened to actually work with it.
just the same Well, I just returned from heaven Hope they take me back someday Dana, it's so nice to see you. Why did I have to bump into this witch? Claire! What the heck did you do to your hair? I almost didn't recognize you. You look great with those highlights. Better than you, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, do you ever age, Dana? You look so young. Younger than a corpse. Oh, I used some creams. And some skin peels. <laughs> you look like you lost some weight. Just saying, fatty. Uh, just a few pounds. You always look so slim. Yeah, anorexic looking. How do you do it? I drink this wonderful shake twice a day. <laughs> it's so healthy and delicious. You should try it. Here, here's my card. I'm the Shake's company representative. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> right into the garbage after you leave, Pony. I am definitely going to try this. Great. I'll make sure you get my buyer's discount. Yeah, by charging you 40% more. <laughs> You're the best. Probably going to charge me 40% more. Hey, ladies. Nice racks. Fancy bumping into you. Oh, maybe I'll get lucky. Joey! He's mine. Back off, biatch. Claire, you got your hair done. Nice rack. Why? Yes, I did. Oh, he noticed. Most men don't notice. And you, Dana, your skin is glowing. Nice rack. Oh, thanks. Oh, he noticed. He is so sensitive. So what are you doing in the mall? Oh, shopping for jeans. Trying to get lucky. Maybe you ladies can help me find the right fit. Oh, <laughs> I'd love uh, to. Yeah, sure. Get, get away lost, from me, Claire. Great. Hook, line, and sinker. Always works. So I was telling Claire about my representing this new diet company. Uh-huh. I'll pretend to listen. Women love that. This diet has all the right nutritions and ingredients for two whole balanced meals a day. Uh-huh. I'm looking intelligent and interested. Um, I'll be right back. Going to the ladies' room. Wait for me. Hurry back. <laughs> Just stay away. Uh-huh. Keep nodding. 
Hello? What? Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, I understand, Mother. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Bye. Well, I'm sorry, Dana. That was my mother. She needs me at home. Oh, I hope she's okay. Yeah, she's good. Just needy is all. Let me give you my number so we can hook up some other time. Oh, wait a minute. Was I too pushy? Thanks. Score. Later. Later. Mom. Oh, clever ruse. Well, it worked, didn't it? I couldn't stand listening to her diet crap. Just nod. Lunch? Just nod. Sure, I want to hear all about what's going on in your life. You are so kind and understanding. Marriage material. Keep nodding. You're going to score. Claire, I'm not the typical guy. Feelings are important to me. Oh, Joey. Wonder if we should have a destination wedding. The next song that we're going to be hearing is Megan. And Megan, I believe, is your granddaughter? That was written 25 years ago. Megan is now 25 years old. And it was written the day after she was born. Um, it was one of those deals where I went. She was the first grandchild in the family, um, my sister's daughter. And we went to the hospital, to the baby room, to see the babies. And I just sat there looking at her, and I just had all these thoughts going through my head about her, who her family is, who she's going to meet, what she's going to go through, you know, how, what her life's going to be like.
Marie, here's to us. We both lost 10 pounds in fitness class. We're beauty queens, Tina. <laughs> we better stop at one glass of champagne. You know how Buford warned us about the dangers of excess alcohol. He is such a great fitness instructor. I wish he'd instruct me in a few other things. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, I'm deeply shocked. <laughs> oh my gosh, look over at the bar. That's Buford. What's he doing here? I can't believe it. Let's go over and say hi. Buford, is that you? Well, hi, ladies. Fancy running into my two favorite students here at the bar. Are you drinking one of those healthy fruit juices you're always telling us about? No, just finishing a pitcher of beer. <gasps> oh, well, is it light beer? No, I hate light beer. It's for amateurs. But you've spent the past three months warning us about not drinking too much alcohol. Yeah, you always said, You girls are going to be wearing that booze on your hips. What? You actually believe that stuff? No, they make me say those things to keep my job. Actually, there's nothing better for you than a few pitchers of beer every night. Real beer, not that light crap. Really? Huh, who'd ever thought? Ah, here comes my food order. Chicken wings with extra hot sauce and blue cheese with a side of onion rings. Mmm, don't you just love the smell of that deep-fried grease? Buford, what about all that fat and cholesterol? Aren't you worried about gaining weight? Well, I am eating celery, too, you know. So, wait, we can eat whatever we want and still stay slim? Of course, and all that exercise doesn't help. I just say that stuff in the fitness class to make sure you keep coming back and paying those outrageous fees. Wow. We better rethink this whole fitness thing. Of course, it is important to keep eating healthy fruit. That's why I'm having apple pie with strawberry ice cream for dessert. I can't believe we've been so gullible all this time. Gullibility. That's what makes my fitness class so popular. Oh, and I just spent $50 on a new exercise mat. Ah, uh, you could probably use it as a floor mat in your car. And speaking of your car, make sure you drive everywhere you're going. Don't waste your time walking. It's bad for the knees. I guess you're right. My knees really ache after your class. Live and learn, ladies. That's the one bit of truth you can take home from my fitness class. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going outside for an after-dinner cigarette. Buford, you smoke? Sure. Can't believe all that propaganda about smoking being bad for you. Makes you look cool, and it really improves your breath. I have to bring all my ashtrays back up from the basement. Well, so long, girls. See you in class next week. Ah, I love the smell of gullibility in the evening. Ka-ching. What do we do now? Have that second glass of champagne? And some chicken wings! <laughs> <laughs>
The final selection that we will be listening to is called I Just Got the Feeling. Tim, tell me a little bit about this because I have a feeling you and I share the same inspirations. It's it's about the inspiration that you get to write a song. And like for me, like when I sometimes I have songs come to me at the wrong time, like when I'm driving and I have an idea for a lyric and a melody and I and I'm not anywhere where I can put it down. I literally used to call my answering machine sometimes and just go, you know, C, D, G, C sharp, you know, and just to know so I wouldn't forget what I had in my head. Um, but I just got the feelings really just about like getting a song when you get the inspiration to write it and finishing it and getting it down while you still have the inspiration because mm -hmm. it doesn't I've sat down to try and write songs and if if the inspiration isn't there sometimes it just doesn't happen um, I know some people can do that they could sit down and write five songs in an hour but I, I don't work that way got the feeling again It's right before my eyes And it rolls right down and then It's just once in a while No combination I can dial Baby, I just got the feeling again You felt the feeling Don't know the true regard You can't feel the same respect You can't hold it so direct 
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. With our climbing number of over 20,000-plus listeners and growing, that we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Barler City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Spend some time. We love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret. <laughs>